for another episode this is connecticut's most controversial podcast it's the domino effect i go by the name of domino and as usual i'm joined by my partners in podcast crime nikki is somewhere doing some earthy i have no idea where she is but hurry back bring your ass back we will replace you i'm not playing with you but i do have my other partner in podcast crime we got the new director at xhamster.com here we got my boy X1 <laughs> yo this guy yo blessings and salutations <laughs> It's the real King X1. Follow me on Twitter or not. Matter of fact, sitting there for Nikki, we got my homegirl Ebony in here with her awesome egg rolls. <laughs> just sitting just sitting in the spot, just Ooh. chilling. I guess so. <laughs> don't worry, Nikki. I don't want your spot. No. <laughs> <laughs> but the guest that we have today is a singer from the 860 area. She didn't know. She know everybody that was in this motherfucking studio already. I don't know how the hell she did that shit. <laughs> Pulled she, <on> magic. <laughs> yo, she, she, she knew Ebony. She knew our last guest. What the fuck? <laughs> Well, we got the beautiful Brittany Crush in the building. What's up, everybody? How you doing, Britt? I'm doing good. I'm doing real good. Um, Memorial Day weekend, so I'm good. I'm sorry we got you in here doing this, but, you know. No, that's you know. okay. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> you could have been anywhere, anywhere. You chose <laughs> to be here. chose to be at this ratchet-ass show. <laughs> you know what? Matter of fact, I'm going to chill because I'm mama out there. Shout out to Mama Crush mama in the building. Mama Crush in I'm the a, building. I'm going I'm to I'm act like I got some cooth today. Mm. <laughs> I'm going yeah, to yeah, try. Yeah, he going to try. I'm going to try. Can't make no promises, Mama, but I'm gonna try. Word. But uh, thank you for being here. How was that? How was that ride down here? Um, it was okay. Um, it was about 45 minutes. It wasn't that bad. Um, I drive a lot, so like I guess to New York. So the 45 minute doesn't really kill me. It's after the hour, hour right, 15 right. that I'm like, okay. Mm. <laughs> but Word. this wasn't bad at all. Make sure you speak into that mic or oh, bring yeah. bring it up. It. Be adjusted, baby. Come on. Yeah. So. Act, act like you do this. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast, we are there. Domino Effect Podcast at gmail.com for any of your comments, questions, or concerns. If you want your question answered in the what segment, you can reach us there, Domino Effect Podcast at gmail.com. So, since Nikki is not here to read the question of the week, I'm going to go ahead and do that. Well, you want to read that, X? Nah, we're going to have Ebony do it. Oh, yeah, you had oh, yeah, yeah, like, yo, yo, come on. You put you to work, man. All right. Where that do? Anybody got any any crazy Memorial Day plans? Uh, Sleep uh, then work. Nope. (laughs) Sleep work repeat. It's like the like kickoff of the summer holiday. Yeah, it's not really much to do. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna go somewhere to be a thought. Oh my god. (laughs) I don't don't know where though. (laughs) Still gotta pick up. Mom, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) She don't apologize. My mom loves. Yo, she loves Cardi B. 
Word? Like a oh, lot. Hell. Oh, hell no. Like, oh, yeah. Look at her. Look at her. Right. Oh, we, oh, we, look at oh, her face. She turned it red. Look at her face. Yo, get regular. Oh, 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 oh. Regular, regular, schmeckling. Get we ain't playing with you, Mama Crush. <laughs> yeah. So, this is the segment that we called What Ebony. I need you to read that question. Thank you, folks. All right. Question of the day. The what? Yeah, the what? You the do what? Like Nikki. Uh, nah, I can't. Wait. <laughs> she was trying to do her own. Nah, I, right? All right. Nikki is the what? <laughs> <laughs> all right. It says, "Don't say my name." I want to know y'all stance on being friends with an ex. I'm in a relationship right now. About three months ago, my ex popped back up in my life after almost six years of no communication. Bye bye. <laughs> he cheated on me, and we broke up shortly after. I would say the f- this is my first true love. And being cheated on by him devastated me. How old are we, first of all? (laughs) He claims he was drunk. You don't bash the listener, yo. Come on. I'm sorry. I love you, man. (laughs) He claims he was drunk and immaturity had a part to play. Also, the girl was a friend of mine, so that made the situation (gasps) even worse. I dismissed his excuse in his every attempt to make up or contact me. Obviously, a lot of time has passed, and he moved back in town to be with his chicks. Excuse me, his sick grandmother. I'm about to say, damn, his chicks. <laughs> well, all right. Shit. He contacted me through Facebook, and we had a good conversation, catching up on what we've been through, good times. What? I'm a bit hesitant because of my current situation. Some of the things we talk about teeter on the flirtatious, flirtatious side, oh. and the more I talk to him, the more those feelings start to come back. Oh. Not strong enough to cheat or leave my man, but I still feel it's wrong. Hey. I love the man I'm with Yo. now and don't want to mess things up, but Plot my ex twist. is the only man I've been attracted to 100% mentally and physically. We bonded on such a crazy level that I thought we'd be together forever. So if I can't have him as a lover, I want him at least to be a friend. <laughs> have you, have you guys ever been friends with an ex or has this situation happened to you? Bree, friends with ex. Did she just say, don't say her name? <laughs> oh, it's no. Yeah. Ain't nobody <laughs> even heard it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, so the question is basically, have you ever been friends with an ex or has and, that ever happened to and you? And what should she do? And what should she do? Basically, this half a dumb. Um, no. I don't, don't know. Talk about the listener. No, right? No, Hello. No, we don't bash on why they, you know, how they write, but you know, we, we give them honest oh, feedback. Oh, honest feedback. Okay. Nah, okay. nah, she dumb as hell. Um, for you, I don't know. <clears throat> to be just, I don't. Mm-mm. Well, for me, I'm not just friends with any woman. That's just me. Especially mm. my exes. Mm. Mm. Hmm. When's your birthday? I'm a Libra. October oh. 17th. Oh. <laughs> we got one of them now. We got one of them. Right? When's your birthday? <laughs> when's your birthday? <laughs> <laughs> um, when's your birthday? My birthday is next month. Oh, June nice. 30th. What's that, cancer? Market yes, thank God. Not a job. Oh, yeah, right. Not a job. <laughs> right. Hanging around Nikki too much. I be knowing shit now. <laughs> So, um, yeah. Um, have any of y'all ever been friends with y'all exes? Nope. Why? Um, you just don't want to? Like, the hurt was just that bad or just like, eh, I'm moving on? Well, I've never been in a situation where anything that was, like, thrown away to me, like, ever actually served value when it was recycled. Mm. So that's kind of how I look at it. The only thing that I say is kind of challenging 
with her is that it's been six years. Ooh, that's a long time. And it's almost like I don't want to be like ignorant saying like nobody can change. Mm. But if I'm going to be honest, that's like, I'm like, mm, there's a no How way. But change? I've never been, that's what I'm saying. I've never been in a situation six years. You can like right. have some real. She's in a whole nother but that's, relationship. That's the wrong part. She's in another relationship. Exactly. And honestly, it sounds to me that she never got over him because she yeah. was like, I'm, exactly. I haven't been 100% attracted again. So that's their problem. If Her thing is like, if she's never gotten over him, it doesn't matter if she's in a relationship. If it's six years, 12 years, he comes back. He's taking care of grandma, auntie, cousin. Like, if she didn't get over it, then that's that's where Get they stand. Closure like, and and she along. never got it. I right. don't understand how she say she in love with her new man, but she's still talking to the old one. It's mm-hmm. like it's like yo, you they friends. Like you, you can't have you your ain't cake never and bumped into ex. Like oh, how you doing? Yo, but she's already been? catching that? feelings that right. quick. That's like what I'm we like, caught up over you... what happened, and now we're back. Like right. I feel stuff she again. Like if you allowing yourself to feel stuff again, then you gotta you gotta either get rid of that nigga, or you can't help who you bond with. You can't help. But then what I'm saying is, if she in a relationship with her man, yo, nah, that's Libras for real. Well, for me, I don't find too many people who I click with like that. Like we just. What I'm saying understand is, everything. I if she in a relationship and she feeling herself slipping back with the dude, then she got to cut that off or just leave the relationship alone. Like, you can't have right. your cake and eat it, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to pick one. Yep. But you know she mean? just want to be friends. She just want the nigga nah. as a friend. No, it's not just friends, though. But she's sitting there talking about, oh, we, we teeter on flirting. They going to teeter on fucking, yo. <laughs> <laughs> and back. she said, if I can't have him as my man, I want to at least have a friend. She don't really want to be friends with him. Exactly. But if she can't have it because she's so crazy about him as her man, she'll take the friend, which we so, know is yeah. not a real friend. And then the friend will be slipping over with benefits and all types of shit. Nah, sure. The friend got the, got the light one. bill For real, in his man. name. Basically, you got to introduce this ex to your man and see how Matter of fact, I, I, I don't think she's told a man about this, so you got to tell your man not. about this first of all. That's but not gonna if happen. You, if he, y'all really want to be shit. friends, you gotta you gotta know all your girl friends. So you think that she really wants to be her friend? This person's friend. I would hope friend. so. No. So you, you think you based off of lie, her nigga. response? <laughs> that's a lie. Based off of everything, why she got lied to us? I'm like, she wrote up here. Nigga, <laughs> she lying herself. That's what it is. <laughs> so she gonna wind up fucking him? Is what you saying? Yeah, for real yeah. facts. Yeah. If he allows that, it's basically I feel like the ball is in his court. Which is another thing as women, I feel like you have to learn um, that when... you hold the power in your vagina. You just. That wasn't where I was going. <laughs> That's the way he's going to take it. That's where I was going. But no matter what you say, he's going to take it like that. What I actually was going to say that it's like he still has the control again. It's like right. he cheated mm. on her. And then and then right, it's like right. all it takes is for him to you know ask her how, he's, how she's doing while he's taking care of his sick grandma. Mm-hmm. And then it's like he has the ball in his court again. So right. I, to me, I feel like that's not going to end well anyways because soon he's probably not going to think that's cute. Like His he, dick right. must be bigger or something. I don't know what the Yo, fuck. Why would you? Mm-hmm. Why is that the? Why didn't Yo. I get like prepped <laughs> for this interview? Yo, this I love is not when my people don't. I love, I love when people don't listen to the show and they come here. Hey. I love that shit. <laughs> Took me by surprise. Oh. Um, it does play a factor, but it shouldn't be the only factor because it gets old quick, uh, real quick. So, mm-hmm. are you friends with any of your exes? Ever? Yes. And no, no fucking involved. Yes. Y'all never. My first. After y'all broke first, up, you've first, never. Whoa, well, I didn't say never. Okay. I'm saying okay, it right now. Okay. <laughs> right in 2017. <laughs> but um, six years later, out the, no, that's too long. Uh-huh. But you, you friends with them, but you're you not still attracted to them, right? Not the same way. Right. Mm. Attracted, like, different. just physically? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like so, sometimes mm. girls, I mean, that's what you're attracted to, so mm. it's not gonna change, right? Because your looks don't people change. Act like, yeah, unless, somebody popped in the hair, right? Then she was unless like, unless you like <laughs> somebody <laughs> for their personality, yeah. Ooh, I don't know. 
Yeah. No, that's true. If you think somebody's cute when you was, you know, you're going to still think they're cute. You're cute. You just can't be attracted to all of it. Unless you were one of those type of people where sometimes you, like, get the person wasn't even that cute to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> this is my situation. Wasn't even really that cute. And then, like, you got to know them and you liked them as a person. So then they was cute. But then when you saw the real colors, you went back to the. So they wasn't even that cute. Was so that's... Get into an argument. Like, nigga, you ugly anyway. You're ugly. Yeah. Then ugly. <laughs> what about you, ex? Or your wife just dead that shit. Just listen, man. She <laughs> shut all that down like years ago. When's your birthday? Ain't, uh, April. April. Oh, so yours just passed. Aries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah you just turned forty-eight. Yo, to this guy. Shout out 48. to ex. <laughs> Funny motherfucker. <laughs> So what should she do? Should she just try to dead this right now? Should she tell a man? Should she continue on what she's doing? Like, what what should be the plan? I feel like she should let that go because, you know what, temptation is something, too. Like, sometimes someone isn't even what you're supposed to be with. It's not even good for you. And sometimes, I mean, temptation, lust, all those things are real emotions. If she wants to have a healthy pure relationship with him and doesn't want to be back in that ratchet shit. Nah, she worked us already. Ain't nothing pure no more. Her business out there. Oh, well, <laughs> I would say she should Shot try her best not to be not to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What you think, ex? She just did that. I mean, if she in a relationship and she still feel herself being attracted to the ex, then she got to. If she get likes rid of her new man, she should. Right, because I mean, if he find out about it, then it's going, it's going, it's going to look ugly. You know what I'm saying? It's going. She got to explain all messy. of that. Messy. Like, it's going to be yeah, real messy. Real messy. Yeah. Is your significant other allowed to have? Friends that are exes? No. <laughs> Yo, you asking me? I'm asking anybody. Hell no, motherfucker. I was, I was just looking at you. <laughs> Do they want to Listen, die? I just went through Do that situation. I just went through that personally. So oh. I'm not going to air it out here, but I don't I don't get down with that shit. It's just messy. Motherfuckers get shot. Yeah. Right? Ooh, it's just messy. Final ex on the run. Shot him, buried him. I don't know where he at, baby. Oh, you know, shit. Whatever happened to what's his name? Oh, yeah. You ain't heard from him in two weeks? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wonder what happened to him. Yeah. Word. But shout out to you. Hopefully, we helped you out a little bit. Um, Shout outs. Anybody, anywhere, anything y'all want to shout out? What's anything going on in your life? Shout out to my mom. Woo. Shout out to Mama Crush and Cardi B. Yo, did you go to that thing at Toast Place, Mama? We, were? we almost went. Right, almost Mom? went. At Toast Place. <laughs> because we, um, my boyfriend, Corey Cooper, he almost opened up for Cardi B. So we were actually going to, um, you know, I was like, well, he mm. was he was debating whether that was something he wanted to do. And I'm like, in my head, I was like, well, if you do, Mommy will be hyped. Yeah. <laughs> She'll be backstage. So you could think about that. But yeah, um, so we almost went. And I think she came, I think she came before a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And we almost went. But instead, we she bought tickets to Young M.A. Mm. Um, at Toad's Place. Your mama lit. Yeah, that's real. what I was saying. I'm like, <laughs> um, she likes her to be in Young M.A. But she got sick that day. Right. So she's like, I can't. <clears throat> so mad but I can't go see young MA you gotta go for me <laughs> take a friend so I'm like okay it was so unsafe in there <laughs> like before young MA even came out it got so crazy it was four fights like what? I actually I mean, didn't you was in New Haven you was in Toad's it was place. like ooh <laughs> ooh people was fighting and I, like right before um, was it Mad Dykes or it was just... that's what I was gonna ask how many times <laughs> yeah. did you went was like Bush I lesbians. went and so how many times you get hit on during that whole <laughs> it was a different atmosphere. <laughs> it was definitely Word. different. Security wasn't A1? Mm-hmm. They wasn't A1. And it was kind of funny because <laughs> I um was some I was, you know, just dancing to the, you know, the little music and I don't know if I got asked to dance with, but <laughs> the way I responded was not even like typical like, you know, trying to be bougie or mean. I just was confused, like how does <laughs> 
How would that work? work? <laughs> right. They were like, you know, I'm like. You got on a brawl too. Get away from that. You know? <laughs> right? Stop. We got Stop. the same thing. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> Where's your boyfriend? Oh my, uh, what, who? Your boyfriend. No. Where your boyfriend at? Is he getting you refreshments? Is he tall? Is he getting you Mike and Ike's? Or you like Mike and Ike's? Is he hefty? Is he coming back? No. Where your no, boyfriend? No, Where your boyfriend at? No, Where your boyfriend? I don't, I don't have a boyfriend. Oh, you don't? Oh, you don't have a boyfriend? Oh, okay. Okay, okay, that's cool, yeah. So listen, um, I was wondering, can I have your number? <laughs> so I was caught off guard. But yeah, it was, I mean, shout out to her though. You know, that's bringing a different demographic, so that's cool. I guess. I don't want to be yeah, a whole bunch of butch lesbians. Like, I feel like I might have to hit one. They might Lesbians hit you. is cool. Nah, they gonna I'm, hit I'm you a back. Yo, yo, butch hard. Yo, they still women. <laughs> True. You can't hit as hard as me, but I, I just don't they like the group got something to prove, though. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to y'all, though, but <laughs> don't come near me. Um, Ebony. See. Um, What's the name of your company with these egg rolls? What's, what's going on with these egg rolls, babe? Um, it's called Ebony's Why you get sexy on me? Chill. Because <laughs> when I talk about stuff, you know, I got to get real you got, calm You got mad hotline bling on me. <laughs> For real. You got sex operator in here. Um, speaking of so sex. So what you wearing? Voice number nine. Speaking of sex, I do have a book that I'm working on. Hey. And it's um, geared towards sex Erotica. and releasing your inhibitions and being erotic and being sexual. So. Being nasty. So it's a porno book. It's gonna be pictures. <laughs> no, pic- <laughs> no pictures. No pictures. Nah, it yeah. might be pictures. Few, but yeah, it's so about that. You need somebody to take these. This pictures. Stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> this nigga got three yeah. cameras. Nigga, you all right? Here, here, here. Yeah. No, Sour. but it's it all be angles. Good time, you need aerial though. view. <laughs> nah, it should be a good time though. What's Sour. the? Is the name out? Egg rolls. That's the name of the book. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you lying? No, for real? Wait, yeah. <laughs> Yo, this just went left. <laughs> Egg. Yo, where you whoa? Rolls. Yeah. Um, really Yo. <laughs> Egg rolls. Um, oh, quite honestly, there's really no reason for it to be called egg rolls. But if you want to put a I mean into it, just think about egg rolls, the shape, the filling. I feel like somebody's going to put that in the wrong section. They're going to put it like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> Mom, I'm like, I went for a recipe. It's a dick on this page. <laughs> oh, my List of them. If for anybody who who um, might be PG, my mom also has a book that came out before you say I do for those who hey. um, aren't aren't in tune with their exotic side and want, want a different kind of read number. Mom, we gotta talk. Yeah, gotta talk. Yeah. Maybe you mama can make an extended crush. version for, for it. Mama, mama crush. crush. <laughs> Maybe the cover could be like. Black yeah. with roses and egg rolls and stuff. Hey, Miss Parker. <laughs> Deluxe edition. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but it's about marriage and, like, you know, different things that go on with marriage mm-hmm. and, Word. you know, what Shout you should look that. out to before you say I do. It's kind of like, it's funny. There's, like, some comical things and there's some real things, you know, that she's, like, talking to women and people in general saying, you know, if you see these signs or think about this, be a queen. So it's, it's good He's read. cheating, girl. <laughs> Seven signs. <laughs> girl. <laughs> If you, you stay out to too late, Mama Crush, are you cheating on me? <laughs> <laughs> Baby, I was working. I was reading Mama Crush's and she said. Baby. One of my friends is getting married, so shout out to him. Shout out to Snap. You going to the wedding? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I mean. I'm, I'm debating on going. If I, if I go, I'm bringing him like a bunch of trash bags as like a present. Cause like he throwing Why? his life away. I'm not, I'm, oh I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not with that yeah, shit. Yeah. Marriage is a. Uh, Don't do that shit. Marriage is something else. 
I ain't with right now. Yes, Yikes. It, is. it gets very complicated, <laughs> trust me. Yeah. Uh but shout out to our official drink sponsor, drink cups. Uh the summer spring is uh well the summer is coming and you motherfuckers ain't out here respecting your liver. Out here drinking Dubra and all types of nasty vodkas mm. and just nasty concoctions of bullshit. But I got something for you. I got these little drink cups for you. We got five flavors. Oh. Brittany just dropped one. <laughs> I'm just, they hit me but so. quick hands. <laughs> play softball or something. But uh, we got these drink cups here. Five flavors. You can hit her up on Twitter and Instagram at drink cups. Uh, cupcrackers at gmail.com. Uh, the website is cupsdrinks.com. Hit her up. She will pull up on you. She'll send these to your location, wherever you may be in the world. Well, not world, but like, you know. Like in the tri-state. Tri-state. Maybe like in Texas or some shit like that. I don't know. I don't know how far her reach is, but she out here. <laughs> but shout out to Cuppy. Um, shout out to uh, Russ. You ever heard of Russ? Yeah? The singer? The, the, art, the artist, yeah, Russ. I went to his concert uh, once Friday. What does he do? Sing? He sing, rap, oh, nice. do a bunch of stuff. But, Ringer. Uh, Shout out to him. He put on a good fucking show. Like, I wasn't a fan of his before. Like, I knew a couple of his songs. I knew, like, three songs of his. But when you go there and actually see somebody perform their shit live, it's just something different. Like, yep. I went home and bought his album just off the fact oh, that what he performed. Yeah, like, I just went home and bought it. I was like, yo, fuck this nigga. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, shout out to Russ. He put on a fantastic fucking show. Um, I'm definitely a fan now. But... I got, a, I got a problem with white people now. Like, white, white, white people. And they, now, yeah, nigga, you yeah, had a not, white, well, they, white people problem forever. But it's like it's like more than ever now. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, before Russ get on stage, you know, you know, the DJ's playing music and uh-huh. shit, right? And it's uncensored music and a lot of uncensored rap music says the word nigga. So when you got a dome full of white people just repeating oh, nigga, it's just oh that, that shit just sit well with me. Like I, I, I felt some type of way. How they, many eyes they were get on all you? in your face, nigga? Yo. How many eyes were on you when they said it? Were you outnumbered? Like, was it a type of setting where yeah, there was yeah, more? Yeah. It's, mm. it's definitely. It was like twenty. What kind of music does he do? I'm trying to get a. I'm a visual. Russ, person. Russ does like rap music. He, he sings too. But like before he got on stage, it's like the DJ and stuff. He's playing like two chains and oh, okay. them, like them ignorant mumble niggas. Um, but just the mere <laughs> fact that everybody was saying nigga, it was just like yo, I gotta yeah. like I feel like I gotta take that shit out of my vocabulary at some point in my yeah. life. Like next year, I want to try because you take it out don't mean that they not. Gonna I know, say but it, during I, the concert. I, 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 it don't. But it gotta Making start a personal somewhere. Personal impact. Yeah, it gotta start somewhere. That shit didn't make me feel oh, good. I was like. Know. Have you been in a room with a bunch of white people saying nigga? Like it, it, like it was white boys in there sweating, wasn't moving. They was on some type of drug. Like it was, it was niggas in there with their shirt off. Probably Molly Water. Yo, they just yeah, walked yeah. in the building. That's shirts the came thing. off. Like yo, we not like, outside, yeah, my G. Like why do you, why? they probably were excited to say it too? Like, but why do you not have a shirt saying. on? Nah, they they look directly at you like nigga. <laughs> nah, nah, but they like yeah, nigga. I'm like wow. <laughs> all of y'all. I can't beat up all of y'all. Damn. <laughs> But shout out to them. Uh, shout, shout out to bro, fearless white people. Concert. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> well, what do you think about people? Because sometimes people ask me, they're like, you know, how do you feel? Um, is it okay for you to say it and not? You know, why is it okay for? Or even, what about this? Even better. I got even a better question. Mm. I know I'm not supposed to be asking the questions, nah, but I'm curious. Do you do you feel some type of way when people who aren't a hundred percent African American use the N word? Because no. I've seen people on social media snap at like Hispanic people or other people, and I always I got like, a problem with Fat Joe. 
Fat Joe say that shit a lot. Nah, I never. <laughs> He's had like a Fat Joe say nigga up more than niggas. But why? Yeah. why well, but why Fat Joe? Like, what is it? Is it because he overuses it just in general, or because yeah, he's Puerto Rican? But it, it's because he's Puerto Rican. But it's a, it's a it's a which is also thing. black. It's, yeah, which is also black. Thank correct. you. Like, yo. thank you. <laughs> Tell a Puerto Rican they black and see what happens. No, go ahead, tell me. Uh, tell a Puerto Rican they Dominican. No, they no, identify okay, with different. being white. No, how? <laughs> okay. They identify with being white, but they act black. Who uh, identify with being white? Wait. I'm not saying all Puerto Ricans. <laughs> Chill be. Because y'all, y'all can whoa. pass that paper bag to us. Who? Wait, I don't know any Puerto Rican ever who identifies as being white. I know white. some pale Puerto Ricans. Oh, no, that, I do. That I know. White plenty. No, no, no. My mom is Puerto Rican. She looks pale, but I don't think she ever identifies as white. Mm. Or are you guys identifying her because she or, might, or she, just, she, she might have used that shit once or twice? No, I <laughs> never. It's not nothing like culturally that we like. Oh, we want to be. It's the same nigga, type I of wish oppression. I had pale skin privilege. What, nigga? I'd be out pale here. skin <laughs> privilege. The minute they see your last pale name skin. is Rodriguez or Ortiz, that privilege is out the door. <laughs> they need. Nice. They they're right. You're right there with the black person. Mm. It's just us dividing each other. The other people look at us like, look at you guys. Look at you brown skin. She's a little lighter. Her hair. Look at them. Look at them dividing each other. Yeah, they all nice. look at us the same. We mm-hmm. they go through the same type of thing. I mean, I guess some people get a get a card, and yeah, there are just like there's some light skinned black people who I think try and say they're I don't know Creole yeah, or like some something shit. really exotic. <laughs> I think every every nationality has that. But I was just interested because I've I've been in, like I was in college and a couple times people were like no you know they can't say that and I'm like why not I it's mean, the same struggle same people I'm, different I'm more different stop on the Spanish boat. people saying it than I am any white person ever said. I don't care how long you know me, how long you lived in the hood, how long you've just been down with the cause. Niggas should just not, not come out your mouth as a Caucasian person. But no, I believe that Latin yeah. people they 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 get a pass. But Fat Joe be Yo, Fat Joe really say nigga more than niggas, and it's crazy. It don't bother me. Yeah, because, I mean, some of the stuff that, like, for me, black people say about black people makes me uncomfortable. So it's kind of hard to, Word. I guess, distinguish who gets this pass or who doesn't, but yeah. Uh, What's today, Sunday? It is Side Nigga Sunday, right? So shout out to all the side <laughs> niggas out here. Um, All you side <laughs> niggas should appreciate your side <laughs> chick and her man, because without them, there would be no you. So... <laughs> Shout out to Yo, you. Um, shout out to Weed. This nigga's a wild dude. <laughs> for real, for real. Shout out to Weed. Um, yeah, just shout out to Weed. Y'all ever smoke and just get real introspective about life and shit? Like, nah. Oh, all the time. Yo. All the time. Nah, I can do that every time I weed. smoke. Yo, I was smoking the other day, right? I don't even smoke like that. Maybe like two puffs. I was done. Two, three puffs, right? <laughs> and I was listening to, um, what the fuck is this dude's name? Saha the Prince. He got a song called New Africa, right? Right. And it's just talking about like, what if like, Every black prince just got the fuck up and moved to Africa. Right, right, right. And I was just really thinking, like, yo, wow, what if the country would be what nothing? If we right? Really, just got on like a bunch of planes, like eighty flights, just tear took off, up. just and just never came back. Crazy. That, that would tear be it up. Lit. Like, yo, I'll tell you one thing: this country would be done. That's yo. what I'm thinking. And <laughs> then no Africa NBA, would be <laughs> no music. Yo, like, what if, like, what if LeBron said, "Yo, I'm only playing in Zimbabwe. Y'all niggas figure it out." It would be over. That shit would be crazy. Be like there'd be the NFL would be whack. There'd be no one NBA. It'd be a bunch. That's of, what I'm saying. It'd be a bunch of white niggas shooting threes. It'd be Kevin man. Love by himself. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it'd be no more music. If, yo, if we took every innovator, teacher, philanthropist that was black and just oh, word. Nigga, wow. Africa would be lit. Africa That's what I'm saying. Be it would be. be it would be. Yeah. That shit would I be think crazy. We should do that shit, yo. I'm about to put out a memo or some shit like that. <laughs> nigga, we going back to Africa. We going back to Africa, yo. We're about to set a, date. Garvey shit now. set a date. Set a date, nigga. February 21st, 2018. Yo, we out. Got all a- y'all shit. Put y'all equity in something. Yo, we out. But yeah, um, I ain't got nothing else. So um, we don't got no topics, right? Anything that's on your mind? Anything y'all want to talk about? Controversial? Anything? Um, 
Cause rompers. Like, nah, we talked about that already. We uh, did. X X got like three okay. of them. He got them in like camo. He got them mm. in red. Wait, what are we talking about? Sexy. Nah, we talking about your clothing outfit. Shalom. Um, I think he got one in white. What what is it? yo? For, for I, I totally Day. miss what you just talking. <laughs> what, what, are, what are you talking about right now? <laughs> talk, talk, cool. Talking about your romp set. Nah, nigga, I ain't got no romp. Yo, this guy, man. I didn't bring that's, it up. That's in your closet, not <laughs> mine, bro. I don't nah. do one piece nothings. <laughs> Romper. <laughs> sure. sure. I'm positive. <laughs> positive. <laughs> all right. So since we ain't got no topics, what we gonna do is just get straight to your business, all right? Okay. All, all right. right. So uh, you're originally from Hartford, right? Born and raised. Yeah. Born and raised in Hartford, yeah. Now, when did you get into singing? When did you start noticing that you had a gift or, or, or that you wanted to sing? Um, When I was in eighth grade and we were trying to figure out um, like what high school for me to go to, mm. my mom suggested that I audition for Greater Hartford Academy of the Arts, and I was like, what am I going to audition for? I did theater growing up. I, I don't think I was as heavily involved with music, um, but I tried it, and then I got in for voice. I mean, of course, I had done, like, chorus concerts. It's real cliche. I had, like, I was getting solos and chorus and stuff, so mm. teachers were like, you know, you have a really good voice, and mm-hmm. I was a huge, like, basketball player, so I didn't want to go to that school because mm. they didn't have sports. What position you play? I played center and forward. Get and I was going out the paint. Get out of here. <laughs> but, um, so, um, yeah, once I went to high school for that, I studied jazz, and then I went off to New York for college to study um, music business and management, and then I, I formed my, my uh, band, and we just kind of gigged around New York City, and I was like, yeah, that's what I want to do. Okay, now, when did you start taking it seriously? Like, what age did you say, I'm going to record my first song, I'm going to start really doing this? Mm, probably, like, five years ago, so that was about, uh, like, maybe 19, 20. Okay. That's when I w- knew that, okay, maybe I could do this as an artist, being an independent artist, being a singer. Mm. Um, you know, I just had to really learn everything. So I had basically put together a mixtape. My mom was coming with me to the studio because, you know, it's a male-dominated in- industry. So right. studios are not always, you know, this nice, basement, stuff like that. Right, right. So she was, she was just kind of being the momager, and I was writing these cute little, you know, bubbly little pop songs, mm. put together an album, did a photo shoot. Um, but... That was from there, um, gigs started coming and coming, and I just, I did that, and I was performing a lot of stuff live with my band, um, but I wasn't recording as much, Mm. so now I'm like in the studio recording a lot more content and getting stuff together now that I've networked and kind of been on the scene and have a little bit more knowledge, but um, I guess around 1920, Mm. it's a good age, yep. Now, you're fully Puerto Rican, or you like mixed No, yep, so I'm biracial. My father's African-American, my mother's Puerto Rican. All right, now, what kind of music was Mama Crush playing in the house? Like, what, Uh, what was around the house? And so I guess that's probably why I was overly passionate. But my mom took me, Patti LaBelle, Tina Turner, mm, Lenny Kravitz. Right. She was on that, like, you know what I mean? Real, real music, that Word. singers type of stuff. So we... Like, motherfuckers that sang. Yeah, right. <laughs> so we joked because my mom was like, she was a, like a single mother raising me. And um, so we didn't really have babysitting options. So she had gotten tickets to see Lenny Kravitz. So like when I was younger, I was like nine years old, like going down the aisle. And there was all these old people. And I didn't know who Lenny Kravitz was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You was just there. he was like amazing he had all i remember was he had like a big light up lk and every time they did a hit with the band the lk would go boom boom <laughs> and i was like oh my gosh you know i was like nine Word. so yeah. i was just like getting jiggy and i was doing like the heel toe <laughs> down the aisle so i was like an old soul so that's where like you know i guess if people hear me perform live i have like a really big voice like right. one of the voices where people like sing some whitney houston yeah, yeah. so Word. that's probably where that you know where that came from and that's yeah. the type of music um she she kind of had around the house, so. Mm, all right. Now speaking of old school artists, you opened up for, for uh, Gloria Gaynor. Mm-hmm. How was that, Mrs. I Will Survive? 
It was good. Um, she uh, she was very nice. She gave me like you know she was very like uh, kind of not mentor like, but she saw me like young and right. the way they do um, jazz of July is whoever's the opening act has to kind of have like some type of aesthetic like the person. So mm. even though I don't have like soul music, I guess because of my voice and because I had a band, it worked. Right. So she kind of she was very much like an older presence and just really was like you know keep going and just gave me you know really positive warm vibes from like one woman to another. Another. Right. Um, I couldn't take a picture with her because she's very like weird about pictures. I think it's hey, old people. Yo, she don't look. People. She don't look the same. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like the promo picture, and then when you see, you're like, damn. Yeah. Yo, 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 <laughs> life was came, so long ago. Life came at you hard. <laughs> but what happened to you? <laughs> but um, you know, she um, she it, it was just a great experience, and her band actually let my band use their equipment. Which Word. if you're in the gig world, that's like huge because they mm -hmm. had like the best of the best. You know, Word. they had like sounds and stuff. We had like Fender you know. And all that yeah, crazy all crazy. Shit. So my band was like, "Oh my!" God. So we we had a really good time, a really good time. Word, word. Yeah, that was cool. Now you travel a lot performing. Now, what's your favorite place to perform, or, or or just to go? Period. Um, you know what? I just recently fell in love with California. We went out there for a meeting three weeks ago. It was my first time going out there. Mm. Um, because my father lives in Atlanta. My family, my mom and my dad both were in the army, so he's always lived in either North Carolina or Atlanta. When he was on base, it was North Carolina. Right. And um, so I always around like the east coast i've traveled a lot but never like to the west mm. um so i went out there three weeks ago I, i've been looking at plane tickets ever since yeah, i'm like California I gotta, it. gotta go Beautiful, yeah. it's just different you mm -hmm. know um i but i honestly i do love new york mm. i love performing in new york i love the vibe but it's just new york is a tough crowd right. so yeah. i would be lying to I say that's that my so favorite that's right. not yeah. my favorite but when you do get a good crowd mm. it's Bumping, but it's just Word. so far. I think we've like me and my band could probably think of one show that was just it's our top, like probably one of our top three. But we don't got that many that we could say people was like, you know, because they like they just didn't, I, no me mugging you, you next, like you yeah. wanna hit that, yeah. you know, <laughs> even if you hit that site. Yeah, exactly. My homegirl could do it. They see know. everything. They yeah. get everything. They right. see everything. So you know, but uh, but Cali does too, and they're still open. They are. So yeah. that's why I'm like, it's I don't the sun. The lack of vitamin D yeah. will change your personal yeah. behaviors. I had this whole. I was talking to my mom, and I'm like, people who live on in islands, in the islands, mm. people who live in sunny places, they're so much more happier and laid back. And there's people who take supplements for vitamin D, so it makes sense. It's the Tims. It's the Tims. <laughs> in our circulation your brain. Like. It facts my guy <laughs> Turn that hello to AOB <laughs> Like jeez Nah but when you gotta look at tall buildings All fucking day yeah. And it's just like blocking the sun It's like alright everything is fucking gloom I don't wanna look at Gloomy. sewer rats And fucking <laughs> work right. A piece of place every other block I don't wanna see that shit Right <laughs> Yeah Now who were your influences growing up If any Um, My influences broke Growing up, I would say I really loved Alicia Keys. Um, mm. I I don't want to say I don't anymore, but um, I just she was, did kind of fall off. What's just, your What's your favorite Alicia Keys album? Um, probably Diary of Alicia Keys. Okay, that was the classic one, I believe. Yeah. That had like um, all of them. Yeah, it had, it had everything on there. Because the first song we just kind of getting a little yeah, taste of everything. that was Fallen, yeah. and then she came back. Yeah, mm -hmm. so that. But I was a huge Mariah Carey fan too. Oh, for real, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Poor baby. <laughs> it, 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 it just kind of yeah. I mean, it does change. You know, now I'm older. That's not really the person I would say. But when I was growing up, mm -hmm. yeah, those were people I liked. Mariah Carey. I liked Tina Turner. I liked. Um, 
I like Destiny's Child, yes. 3LW. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. 3LW. Yeah, I love oh, them. Watch my. Yeah, whatever happened to the light skinned chick? She still be around. She's the only she one was on to like, be around. The no, like I'm talking. Nah, it's the Puerto Rican oh, the one, the dark skin one. Yeah, the, 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 the big head one. The, the prominent, prominent that chick. This thing is crazy. <laughs> I didn't know people remembered that. Yo. <laughs> don't nobody know what happened to her. Yo, she, she's on the, she was on the Cheetah Girls, all right? Oh, no, son. They yeah. kicked her off like the first season, they did. Yo, they, they got really her out did. to pay you real quick. <laughs> now, what artists are you currently listening to and who would you like to collab with that's out now? I really like Kaylani. She's dope. Mm-hmm. She's real. She's raw. I like her. I like Tink. Um, I, like, I like Rihanna's production a lot. Um, because I think when you start to do music, you start to analyze it different. So mm-hmm. I could break down what part of people I like. So with Rihanna, it's like her production team is crazy. Mm-hmm. Every song that she comes out with, I'm like, I wish I wrote that song. You know what I mean? But I mean, she's not writing the songs and, mm-hmm. you know, someone else is singing right. them as well. And she doesn't have the craziest voice. But um, I really like her her catalog, her production. Um, yeah, I mean... That's pretty much it. I try not to listen to too many people because I do subconsciously pick up on stuff. Right. And since I'm in the studio, I'm trying not to. Right. Not every artist has that. Some people listen to every album that dropped and they're mm-hmm. so up to date. And right. I admire people like that. That's how they get, you know, curve and they can still keep true to themselves. Right. Me, I, I find myself doing the same ad libs, doing the same right. licks. Yeah. yeah. So I don't like it that. It gets boring to these new people mm-hmm. but it's like that's what i do best and yeah i can go ahead and do more mm-hmm. but this is my not comfort level but mm-hmm. this is how i want my my sound to sound right so i feel you right so sometimes i feel Nick, out you of touch you better watch out nikki <laughs> <laughs> oh you better watch out she's talking during the interviews and shit <laughs> she's in with the insight <laughs> Now, stop doing that shit, <laughs> please stop. I love Nikki. I love Nikki. Nikki, Nikki, know I Nikki, love we her. love you. Come back, Nikki, we love you. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, but you, but you write songs too, right? Uh, yeah, I write all my own stuff. Yep. Right, everything. Yep. Now, are you opposed to people writing for you, or is that just how you just? I'm not opposed to it. However, um, I have not found the team, the the group, the that is able to understand where I'm trying to go. Because mm. I do feel like my voice is somewhat like an illusion. And it's kind of like, I'm in this new rebranding part of my career, and I feel like if you listen to me, I mean, I do a lot of like Hot Chocolate Souls at the Bushnell, mm. Bushnell Theater in Hartford. Though, that's a really nice showcase. I love to do it. My big brother, June Archer, puts me onto it. And um, I pick songs for that demographic which is usually a more mature crowd mm-hmm. so I'm uh I think the last one I can't think from the top of my head of what I sang but sometimes I do like Mary J Blige and stuff right, like that right. and what happens is it's such a huge platform people find me and they write stuff and they send stuff and it's like that right. and it's like no that's actually not what my music is mm-hmm. I just you know do that because that's what the crowd wanted and that was that demographic and I wasn't gonna come you know singing something some Sierra, mm-hmm. but um, right now I haven't found any you know people who can write for me that I think is 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 cool. I mean I like it, but I'm always like, but that's it's just not me. Right. So mm-hmm. I could probably write for you. Yeah. <laughs> have you mm-hmm. have you? I mean you have to hear some of my music so yes. you can you know get a vibe. But I'm oh. always I'm I'm definitely always open to it. I think that's dope, and I think you're closed minded if you think that in the music industry that doesn't happen. Music. Yeah. You better start writing music. Well, right. Get that. Yeah. Please don't. We don't need no facts though. and traps and platinum knots. <laughs> we don't need that. Shit. Sorry. I'm mad romantical. What you talking about? Romantical. <laughs> Not even a word. Oh, Not even. You make up words and you know that? <laughs> now, what's your writing process? Do you have to be in like a dark setting? Does it have to be like vibrant? Like what? Um, no. Um, 
I've been on this new thing now where I try not to write it on my phone. Mm. I used to, you know, mm. just, it don't matter if the lights is on or whatever. I used to just kind of write it on my phone. But now I've been on this new kick um, where I'm like, you know, if you really like your music and you're really feeling it, you should be able to remember it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, why are you looking down on the phone? Because that takes away some of your momentum. When you're right. on the microphone and you're singing a song, you should just be singing it out like you feel it. And you can't if you don't know the words. So right. I've been like, you know, if I write something and I can't remember on the take, Right. Why couldn't you remember? Were you not feeling it? Was that not mm. it? So that's been my like new thing. Don't let the phone shut yeah, off in the like, middle of it. Yeah. If that phone shut off in the middle of it, it's go, just, all right, let me start it over. Let me get it back. It's just too much. You got a charger? Right. You got a charger? Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I mean, I think a lot of artists do that, so it's not nothing to put me on a pedestal, because I think I remember back in the day, because I used to love rap music when I was younger. <laughs> you used to, well, that's yeah. Big I, I can say used to, because it's like it's not the same, but right. back when like I used to love Lil Wayne, he used to say he didn't write anything. Right. And I I could see that because if you're filling your your lyrics and it's you, it's right, Britney right. Crush or mm -hmm. it's Ebony, then it shouldn't be nothing, you know. That's true. Mm -hmm. So um, basically, that's pretty much it. It doesn't really matter if the lights are on or not. I just usually don't use my phone. I try and do piece by piece, so I do right. the chorus. Now, do you find it's more. easier to write just off the top, or would you have to go through the process of maybe finding a beat first? Or finding the music first. Um, yeah, we usually, well, see, the single that I just dropped, picked them, I actually did a cappella, and then he started laying down um, chords, so that was mm -hmm. cool. But sometimes you don't get a random thing popping in your mind out of midday air. Sometimes you got to have that beat to kind of bring stuff. Mm -hmm. So typically, I think I do it that way. The beat or the production is already, you know, chosen, and now I'm like, all right, how am I going to dive into this? But one of my favorite songs that I just released, which is literally the my favorite song I've ever done, I did it the opposite. Way. So I'm, I'm thinking maybe I should start, you know, trying that. It goes, it goes yeah. both ways. Mm -hmm. nice. Trying it both ways, yeah. Now, pick them sounds personal. Does it? Now, who did that? <laughs> who did it, baby? A, comb a combination of people. What's his name? Is this on camera? What's a their combination name? combination of people. John, Steve, Mark, Mike. No. <laughs> it's so funny because people do ask me if it's specific. It's not specific. Um, I At that time, that's just how I was feeling as a whole. You I said did. you hate that nigga mama. Yeah, that's kind of. Damn. Funny. I, I, I always hated your mom. I was like, damn. There was somebody who I didn't care for their mother. I didn't like. I didn't hate her, but you know, when you're in emotion, I'm emotional person, emotional writer, emotional uh, performer, and when I perform, I try and put like my sweat and you know blood, whatever, on the on the stage. So I guess you know I took that and kind of emphasized it. I never hated her, I, but I did strongly not like her. Strongly, strongly. We didn't like, mesh. Right. So um. Yeah, but pick them isn't about a, a a personal you know situation, but it is a feeling that I was feeling during that time. Which basically, I've done so many interviews where I had the long winded version, but basically I didn't feel like I was good enough. Mm. Mm. I felt like you know living in 2017, there's just all these females and all these women and all these things, and in that time I just didn't felt like fake butts. Fake I didn't feel like I was good enough, yeah. and I and I wanted to acknowledge the the saturation and the over you know kill of like women. And mm. how that was helping me not feel good enough. So, right. yeah. Now, what emotion drives you more to write music? Is it pain? Is it joy? It's is bad. it passion? Is it's it... always the like negative. It's always like cheating, lying. <laughs> like when I'm in a good. Shout when to I'm, Mary J. Blige. Yeah, I'm serious. When I'm in she a good place, I'm like I have like writer's block. Like there's been a couple times recently because I'm I'm in a relationship where I'm happy and I'm like wait for that nigga to break your heart. That next song will be fire. <laughs> Do you tell your man like yo go cheat on me so I can write it? No, but sometimes I'm not gonna lie, and this is an honest. Thing, I feel awful, but sometimes I do think like I'll start thinking like little nitpick thing, but like, 
like just kind of thinking about <laughs> stuff and writing about it. Just because I, some people do do really well and they write the beautiful, happy songs that end up being played at everybody's cookout. Like right, they're just right. like happy songs. I can't. When I'm happy, I don't feel the need to prove nothing. I don't feel right. nothing. I need you to do something wrong. Oh, no. So, <laughs> so, Damn. so, or, she said that with passion. Or, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be like the extreme, but yeah. I just feel like I, I work better off of that emotion. Every time I tell yeah, you, yeah. never take the meat out the freezer. Every time I come home, it's just frozen. <laughs> Tired of repeating myself, right? Yeah. So. Your goddamn clothes in the hamper. What the fuck, man? You know what? Folded clothes. New song. <laughs> but you know, it doesn't, right? it doesn't always have to be relationship. It could also be like, I think I feed off of like um, injustice, unfair, like mm. just anything kind of like. Not dark, but I do. I guess I am a passionate, you know, mm-hmm. person. So yeah, that's kind of has to come from somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. it just doesn't really bring it out of me when everything is good. What is there to talk about? Happy? You can be happy. Nah, well, yeah, when you're happy, happy is just content. when you're happy. You don't want to bring nothing negative. You don't want to change. You don't want. Yes. Look, I'm happy right now. You I don't want no think change. about nothing negative. Yo, nothing daring. Nothing. Mary J. Blige got a couple songs where she just chilling. Yeah, what's, the, what's that? What's that word she made up? What's that word she made up? Hateration, holleration? Hateration? Hater, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Dancery. Dancery is not a word. <laughs> oh, dancery. That's on Dan- just fine, yeah. Dan- dancery is not a word. <laughs> it could be, though. That she, she was that happy that she said, I need something to rhyme here. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> dancery. Dancery. <laughs> now, what do you like more? Do you like recording more or performing live? I love performing live. I get anxiety in the studio. I'm, really? re- I'm like a reverse artist. Like, I think because I started off doing that, like, mm. I started off with my band and just diving into the big crowds in New York. Right. We like that. Like, every time when we get a show or a big show, it's like, that's exciting. Yes. And also because I feel like I'm in 2017 where a lot of singers can't really sing. Right. So I get excited. I'm like, yes, now we can bring back people who can actually really sing. Word. And, you know, it's just so much about everything else that um, sometimes I get excited when I know that, you know, people might be able to just get to hear my raw voice mm-hmm. um, in the studio that it never goes away. Mm. Whatever you put out is there forever. So if your voice change, if you get cleaner with your riffs, Mm. if you get, it don't matter because that track from 20, you know, whatever is out there. Mm -hmm. That scares me more than when you're at a concert, you're in a whole different vibe. It's a different energy. You know, you go to festivals and people run out of breath and can't finish the line you you like the most, but it don't matter. Yeah, it don't, it don't matter because of the energy and people don't even have the same critique because they're in such good energy and vibes. Mm Um, so I like feeding off of crowd and I like doing stuff like that. When I'm in the studio, it's usually like how he is, like someone right outside the glass looking at me like, you yeah. ready? <laughs> and I'm like, Button. I'm ready. And, you know what I mean? I can't even hear the music. And just like them, they're muted on the other side of the glass looking right. at me like, when is she going to get it done? You know? <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, on the other side. So, I mean, it's perspective. Some people get lost in that in that, right. vo- in that zone of being by themselves. You know, me, because of the way I started, I, I mean, it's a blessing and a curse because I don't you know get too scared about going on stage but you know i i do get like a little nervous if someone's like are right, we about to put you in the studio with diddy i'm like mm, uh-uh. how's the microphone is is it gonna get my highs is it gonna get my so, so what's the longest and the shortest time you were in the studio for recording a song um okay so the shortest amount of time is probably like maybe an hour hour and a half laying down a feature mm. um so like we've we've been doing some features every now and then so that's an hour, hour and a half, and then the longest has probably been, hmm, 
the longest probably was when I first did my first mixtape, just because I wasn't as well-rounded and um, together. I did, like, at one point, I think towards the end, we did, like, five or six songs all in one session. Mm. You know, just not understanding that you do need to step away and yeah. refresh yourself and right, that right. you don't have to be so exciting that you compromise quality. It's tough for singers, too. Mm -hmm. It's tougher. And um, if you have a lot of engineers, which at, at my beginning point, because I didn't know that there was a difference between people who work with rappers and singers, mm -hmm. I was working with a lot of rappers, um, a lot of people who did production for rappers. So mm -hmm. uh, I just didn't get the same training of, like, you know, train your voice, drink water, go outside, right, get right. a breath of fresh air. And I was excited and ready. So that probably was the most strenuous. I mean, I probably wouldn't ever do that again unless I have to. You're just ready to go. I want to sing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, how do you go about picking your producers? Like, who do you like? Who do you choose who you want to, like, how do you choose who you want to work with? Um, I usually choose it by the sound. So, like, by songs that they've already done with people just because um, if you're a singer that like knocks like 50% out of the producers out there mm -hmm. because um, you have to be more musical. Exactly. And that depends on what type of singer you are. Janae right. Aiko is not going to need the same as Beyonce. True. You know, Janae Aiko might not be hitting dissonant chords and stuff right, where right. if you playing the wrong thing, it's about to sound like a tornado. Mm -hmm. Versus right. Beyonce, she's so good, she's going to trickle along all those things and you need to be right there with her musically or right. it's going to sound horrible. So with me, you know, I, I, I want to be the best and uh, I want to be, you know, I, I like to listen to Ella Fitzgerald so I can say like, you mm -hmm. know, I got the full package <laughs> i know so that's bringing you in a, in a whole nother exactly. so when people send me stuff i mean i sometimes i get so upset because i'm like i want to put out more material and when i put stuff out like you know working with producers i get so much stuff but it's never it's you know not, it's, never it's like good. one or it's two like, that yeah. can that can yeah. actually do it what i want to do and i'm like do i dilute myself no. or do i so you know do you i mean do you play instruments or anything um so I don't, when I was a kid, I did piano, um, like basic piano, but I wouldn't say I play piano. Right. However, two days ago, I was in the studio and I decided because the microphone wasn't working that I was going to just joke around and do some production. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I was told, yo, why you ain't tell us this whole time you play piano? I'm like, I don't. They're like, nah, you do. Like from a right. production standpoint, mm -hmm. your little whatever is the same thing Mike Will does. You right, know what I mean? Right. They just, they spend so many hours perfecting it. Right. But that's, they're doing simple stuff and they add, they add, they add. So they were trying to tell me that, you know, you do have a little bit of something. So I, I wouldn't say I play something because that's, that means that you can play it with someone like singing. I can't do all that, right. but I do have some knowledge. Like I know if it sounds right, if it's clashing, if that's a harmony, if it's not. That might be all you need to start right. making your own music yeah. I, and you know i've been I'm thinking she's trying about to get that all these checks out here she's exactly. trying to get the engineer producer songwriter singer i mean lead vocal piano like it would be nice it would be nice if you didn't have to do that you right. know what i mean but hey you know sometimes you do end up you know blessing in disguise you do end up having to pick stuff up because right. the lack thereof at your indie stage mm -hmm. you know True. once as you get bigger you get people who like can do it all for you right right but right now it, it has been hard my my process of picking productions and producers have been it's been really hard Word. Yeah. Now, what's the worst part about being an independent artist? You think? Um, people try and play you. They mm. think that just because you don't have the, you know, the the backing, that you're not good. And mm. I just, I don't like that. Um, 
I mean, of course, of course, I'm not gonna like it because I'm an indie artist, but more so, I'm a lover of music, and I feel like it's hard in this time because I don't know people who want to do it for music and who want to do it for fame. Right. It's like people are obsessed with the results that you get. There's no difference between what I'm trying to do and someone saying they want to be a lawyer, a cook. That just happened to be the thing that I like, and mm. if I could not work a day in my life because that's the whole thing. It's like you want to do something where you don't feel like you're working. Right. That would be mine. I wish it could be something a little bit less low-key and less stressful. Uh. I wish I liked like culinary or wanted to be a vet. Mm. But unfortunately, this is the thing that I've been good at and that it's worked for me. Um, but you do want to blow up at some point. Like you, you just don't want to be that girl that can sing, but didn't no. make it. You want to, you want to actually, actually live off your you wanna, profession. Yeah, you want to yeah. be able to provide for your family. You want to be able to whatever it is, whatever field it is. Mm. You just want to be able to live comfortably. So, um, that's that. You know, that's mine. And um, I think I got sold to it. I don't remember the question, but <laughs> that's, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> now, have you hit any roadblocks thus far in your career? Oh, you said what was the one thing I don't? Um, yeah, roadblocks is basically just um, everyday struggles of being a woman in this industry. Which you know, my mom is my manager, so that's a double you know thing. Um, because now the person managing me, I don't got no big brolic guy managing yeah. me. You could tell the producer send yeah. the track now. She finished it two weeks ago. Oh, that's just why haven't mom. I got yeah. my tracks back in mm -hmm. Brooklyn? The word. Hmm. No. <laughs> for real she talking to you <laughs> you know what I mean it's different because it's like it's my mom so she like you want to email them or you want me to email them you know what I mean we, we get it we get it together and we, we bounce off ideas and we work together I mean she definitely has way more of a stern you know than me so um, she's not my equal but it's definitely the biggest roadblock is just being in a male dominated industry and being a woman mm -hmm. um, you know if if um it wasn't the way it was as far as it being so much about appearance and, yeah, big butts, boobs, and all that stuff. That probably wouldn't be my roadblock. But, mm. you know, we all, I can't help when I, you know, when I got born and what time I'm in now. Right Boy. now, mm. the biggest thing is me wanting to be firm in what I believe in and trying, you know, people just respecting me for that. Or do I just like be quiet and like show a little bit more of my body and get way farther right. than if I open my mouth and like speak? Cause, you know, yeah. that always. That brings other things if you have like a brain. So <laughs> word, word. Nah, that's yeah, the biggest yeah. roadblock right now. Nah. Yeah. Now, with your mom being your manager, I've always heard like the horror stories. Like that's kind of like a double-edged sword. Mm -hmm. Like, have y'all faced that at all? Yeah, I mean, me and my mom were like not only is she my manager we're similar personalities my mm. dad looks at me my mom and my dad aren't together he'll look at me and be like I'm mad right <laughs> that's now that's your mama I'm like why that's are you all your mama at right he's there he's like you all gonna that? roll your eyes at me I'm like whoa you know what I mean <laughs> that sky water <laughs> yeah he like looks at me sometimes all that. That's your mama. <laughs> so um we definitely do have our our situations where you know, I'm talking to her different because she's my mom. Mm, right. If she was my manager from Sony and she goes, you need to iron that and make yourself look a little bit more presentable and leave the room, I'm going to be like, you know, yeah, iron that's, it. that's the right. thing. When it's my mom, I'm like, ma, for real? You couldn't iron it right before? You know I had to get my, you know what I mean? And Word. then she's talking back at me like, you got, you know when you got to get it together. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't have all that if it was right. a regular somebody else, regular guy, that's a regular person. That, yeah. Word. But on the other end, you have to worry about people have ulterior motives. They got, they, they got children to feed. So you right. never know. Are they putting your 100%? Like the children we have to feed are my brothers and sisters. Right. You know what I mean? So she's never going to do nothing foul to me because that's taking money out of our pockets exactly. so you always have that I mean if you have a good close relationship with your mom and you have she's one of those people she's always been adamant in whatever it is I did when I started getting into music it worked mm. but when I was playing basketball the coaches had to tell her get off the court oh when she I, wanted them when I was in theater she, she thought, put my 
baby. I ain't she playing with y'all niggas. Play. When I was at theater, she thought she was at the basketball games. Go, Brady! You know, in the quiet, foul, quiet huh? theater. So, you know, she's always been like that. So it, it works for me. You know, I wouldn't suggest it for everybody. Everybody got different relationships with their parents, but yeah. Yeah, like I said, that, that can be like a double-edged sword because because nobody's going to care about you like your mom, right? right? Mm -hmm. But does she at times blur the lines of mom and manager where it's like, you got to, like, you my mom, you got to act manager right now. Like, because a lot of times I hear about opportunities missed because of the, you know, the parent being the manager type thing. Yeah. Where it's like, that, like, that scares off a lot of people where right. it's like, you know, if she, if y'all in a meeting and, and, it, and it's like an outburst, she was like, oh, you know, I, I'm not dealing with that. That's 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 the mom. That that's the parent side coming out instead of like the manager being like the the level headed. I right, let's talk about this. You know what? And this is not even to gas my mom, but I mean, she went to school. She got her business degree, and there's actually been times where I thought there was something that might not have been the best opportunity, and she was like, listen, Brett, I know you never did this, and we not really, you know, from but you need to be open minded because it's a good opportunity. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really this momager thing. It's it's been the biggest blessing I've had because I mean. She She's um she's not one of those like she had to be my manager you know my my manager because she's my mom and that's it like she's very business savvy mm. so it really is you know I saw some documentary and I think I saw Ashanti and her mom and Justin Bieber and his mm. mom and I felt like a lot of them didn't really know business at all they like, was just mommy. There's right, a lot of success right. stories where you, you know you, you got Beyonce and her dad and you know right uh, Bow Wow. Oh, yeah, his mom. Yeah. His mom was his mom. Oh, she yeah. was. Because he was uh, you a got minor. Venus and Serena, they dad, you know, taught him everything they know. I don't, I don't know if he they manager or not. But uh -huh. then you hear the horror stories like, yo, my mom really fucked this. Or oh, my dad, he really fucked this up for me. Not knowing. Not just being my dad and not being my manager. My manager. Right. And we've even had discussions about, you know, as my career progresses, would we add other people? And she's like, absolutely. I would love to have other people who are a little bit more knowledgeable, literally dived into the industry who are from Sony, from RCA, because I'm just doing what I can. So right. I think that's good to make sure they're not possessive, because if you have the type of manager who is like, no, I'm your manager till you die, like only me, right, 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 yeah. you're going to have those problems. <laughs> but if Damn. she's kind of like, yo, we in the now independent... they like that. They were like, ain't nobody managing my baby. It's my baby. Exactly. Like, nobody can come. I pushed out. The fuck? Exactly. Crazy, that, gets, that gets crazy. But uh, thankfully, you know, she's kind of doing it right now, because that's, that's what works. And she'll always be that person you have to go through, but... She's willing to expand as I expand. So, yeah, it's cool. How many times do y'all butt heads like on a daily? Um, Since I got the same attitude, like she, like she could get it, or she'd be like, "Girl, who are you talking to?" We, uh, listen, we ill butt, we'll butt heads over text like in two seconds. <laughs> so you ain't seen me call you, <laughs> mom. I'm lying. <laughs> Last week, I'm not even kidding. We're like playing phone tag. There's no, there's no beef. There's no drama. She called me. I wasn't. I called her right back. Two minutes. She was, and then she called me, and she's like, "I called you," and I'm like, "I called you back." And then she, she was like, "Yeah, but I, I, I don't even know what happened." But it was almost like a mini <laughs> argument about the callback. Like, just call me. Call, I'm sitting here texting. Call me right now. Right. I know you by your phone. Right. So we both. I couldn't even, you know, get have the maturity to respond back because I was on the same level as her. Because I'm just like her. Like, well, I called you. So. <laughs> Yeah, you know, but it, it does happen a lot. You know, mm. I'm I'm gonna be 24 in June, and um, you know, I'm at that age where you know we're just we're right there, neck be, and neck. Like you see it one way, and she see it another way, but she know best because she mama. But this is my career, mama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm and and um, more so, just like I said, we're 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 very much alike. The same way she snaps back, I snap back. The same mm, way word. she, you know, I mean, people even and say your mama Puerto Rican, so I, it's I, just you know we just be. She got a knife somewhere on her. Yeah, we're 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 we're, we're very much very much alike. 
Word. Mama Crusher cut you. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. before when you said about, you know, you being, you was playing the piano and stuff like that. Now, how involved are you in, like, the mastering, the mixing of, your, like, your records, like, the mm-hmm. like the intricate parts of it? I'm not going to lie. Recording? The mastering, not so much. Right. Um, like, hope. you don't sit down in, in the chair and just be like, nah, I don't like how this is. Mm-mm, not the mastering. I will fall asleep. Um, they Just because how it usually goes is you record it, then there's the mixing, then there's right. the mastering. The mastering mm-hmm. is like the, the the genius guy. I mean, he's yeah. he's hearing <laughs> stuff that I'm like, what did you hear? Yeah. And it's not yeah. stuff like that. Bringing, bringing this vocal out. And like, yeah, like you breathed for two milliseconds. <laughs> I have to, so yeah, that th- that's the stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm usually just not there for that process. Mixing... I can't say that I'm on the couch either, but when I do get mixes back, I'll listen to it and say, hey, like I feel like I sound like I'm in an empty room, or can you make me sound a little bit forward, or can you make my main line sound a little bit louder? And that usually could go for like two to three more mixes, mm. and that's pretty much it. Right. Um, once I play it, and like I'll play it in headphones, and I'll play it in the car, then play it on the laptop. Definitely got played in the car. Once I hear those, oh, yeah. yeah, and you got to get it in the headphones too yeah, to definitely. get the right, left. Yeah. After that, that's pretty much it. I'll send it to like two of my my musicians just because they got those extra sonic you know yeah, drummer right, 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 right. guitar right. ears and yeah. if they give me the then I'm like okay so um but I'm actually you know maybe one in my career as I mature I will be side by side but my ears aren't developed yet to really be an asset be I'll just be annoying like can you get yeah. that can I do this so. like everybody can't be Dr. Dre and shit yeah. Dr. Dre here and Wild shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the fuck you yeah, get all that know, shit. Man. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. It's a craft. Definitely. Dre must got like ten billion dollar insurance on his ears or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, but but them B's headphones is worth like a good ten billion. And they're good. Good. He sold that already. He did to Apple. Oh, to Apple. Yeah, 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 to Apple. Yeah, yeah. Right. All right. Well, fuck Dre. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, what's the best advice that you've gotten thus far in your career? Stay true to myself. Cliche, but I mean, you're in an industry where constantly people get signed just to be developed for two years and then get put out. Right. They sign you just to change you. Right. You know, right. that's that's the industry we're in. What can I do with you? And if that's the name of the game, that can be a suffocating, completely just um, that idea can just be very you know, haunting on you. So, and it's still a challenge. I say it now, but there's still times where I listen to a track mm-hmm. and I think, what, 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 what will people think of this? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you shouldn't even have to think like that. It shouldn't be about numbers, sales, and charts, but, but it, is. Um, it is, you know, if you want to try and pay your bills. So the biggest thing is just for me to just, it's okay. If there's a new Britney crush and she's new, that's okay. You don't have to be like no one else just to get um, a cosign. Mm. Um, but I mean that's hard because we're in a time full of cosigns, people getting on just by who they know. So right. it's no tough talent. finding that balance. <laughs> but yeah, that's probably that's the biggest thing. Now, what's the piece of advice that you took that that was given to you that you didn't take, but you should have taken it? In? I didn't take. Oh, that I should have taken in though. Yeah, uh, somebody said this, and you was like, "Nah, I'm good." But then it wind out. Oh, that nigga was right. Time. <laughs> My mom, um, sometimes, this is one thing, we do bump heads a lot. Um, sometimes I get into that artist space where I like, I want to be in my own world and kind of just, you know, take inspiration from my surroundings. <laughs> you know, stuff Fucking like that. And yeah. she'll text me like, hey, you have a gig um, that you haven't responded if you're doing it or not. Can you let me know in, in an hour? And I'm like, mom, I can't right now. My headspace <laughs> is somewhere where I cannot. And she's yeah. like, Brit. She always tells me, she's like, Brittany, if you don't hop on these opportunities, someone else will. And I, Word. it's never happened to me. So I'm always like, oh, mom, you got such the, the cliche advice. Well, like three or four weeks ago, I had this really big gig. And they mm. was going to get me a good amount of money. And I was in Puerto Rico. And I was like multitasking. And I didn't text my mom back. 
when we texted her and let them know like we was all good to go and everything was they texted back like I'm sorry we found someone else oh, thank you so much man. and I learned that it's so recent but I feel like I learned that immature lesson that people tell you in the industry right. that you need to hop on it right, it was right, my first right. time and it was my mom and it was something where I'm like well if they like me you know they should they should like me I'm, mm, I'm never yeah. gonna take two three days <laughs> right, but right. they can't wait a couple hours but you know Yo. what people can yeah. right people That's can facts. and I was so mad I was like no <laughs> so <laughs> yeah you've been replaced yeah. right and just realizing there's always someone else who's gonna like be ready to be like yes exactly. right then and there right so mm. yeah now with your mom being your manager i know ain't nobody gonna come at you sideways but like has any like music exec or somebody that's in like a higher up in the industry ever gave you well they presented an opportunity for you but they wanted like a favor in return Type thing. Um, no, but what has happened um, has been people have not gotten the type of, I don't know how to explain it, attention they're looking for outside of my business, mm. and then the business closed. You get oh, what I'm saying? So, so, so it's like, it was business, business, business. Was then, it like less work? Yeah, then yeah, when it then, came you know. to texting and dinners and I wasn't right, around for it, right, all right. of a sudden the business opportunity like, yeah, was gone. Yeah, I'm like, up. what happened? So that that's probably, yeah. I just want to sing, man. Yeah. <laughs> I got a boyfriend. Don't you know, man. <laughs> yeah, so that, um, it hasn't been nothing that, you know, drastic, but definitely. Or people just getting shorter or, you know, not really reaching out to you as frequently as possible once they start putting the pieces to the puzzle that, you know, you can only decline politely so many times before right. they understand, like, okay, she's not with it. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, I get that. Now, what's what's the biggest accomplishment that you're proud of so far? Um, I'm really proud of, and even though it's not music, uh, I, I'm really proud of the um, the publication I did with the Source magazine. Um, and I, I'm who's this? I did it in uh, like last February, I believe, L- last March or February or oh two. Maybe what? two years ago. I did it a, <laughs> like a year and a half ago or so. But um, anyways. That was uh, that was something big to me. Even though I didn't use my music, it mm. was modeling. It was big to me because it did open that door for modeling, curvy modeling, and me to start to explore that that lane. Just because I never thought that was a thing. I always think right. of modeling as like you know six to ninety two pounds. Yeah. So you know. Anorexic. Yeah. But now that we're in a different time, there's like these models who are like making really $100, $200 an hour in LA and they're like size 10, size, like regular females. Matter of fact, like what females in the regular world actually think is popping. So um, that's why I think that was a blessing. But second, like I grew up um, stuff like Vibe Magazine, Source Magazine, Jet Magazine. They were big. And sometimes when I say Source Magazine, a lot of people do know, but there's also some people who don't. And I feel like they have such a, a, a culture that they were a part of, that that's why I was honored. Because I'm Mm. like, Source? Yo, that's like some real (laughs) hip-hop. Like, I'm legit now, you know? Yo, I'm down, G. What's up? Yeah, (laughs) and that's probably because of my time, you know? There's something else, Pigeons and Planes, or like Complex, you know, Mm. of these kids' time. But, you know, that was something that I was proud of, and uh, it was really cool. And it took me out of my element, but it was successful, so. Now, what's one thing that you won't compromise for your career, for your art? Um... My spirituality. Mm. I'm not with it. That whole, I'm going to pretend to be atheist, like, <laughs> to get on, I'm not with it. That, that whole, cool. like, I got to tip, tiptoe, I'm, I'm just, I'm not with it. I mean, 
I do understand that you have to, you know, be open to different things and you have to, you know, I think I am liberal with my mind, but I, I, I'm definitely okay with the opportunity, with the idea of like, you believe in something firmly, I could believe in something. And some, some of our stuff is probably going to cross. Actually, mm. it's probably going to be the same exact thing, the but same. in different books. Yeah. But anyways, you know, you can have yours and I can have mine. And, and I'm, okay. I actually want to talk about yours and stuff, but I'm not okay with you stripping minds, you know, for whatever it is that Word. you're, you're putting out there. Cool. So, yeah. But I mean, at the right opportunity. Nope. I'm like, no, nope, just not at all. <laughs> you asked me my one thing. No, I mean, I was trying to figure out. I remember when um, Chrisette Michelle was um, doing the inauguration. I was mad about that. Shout out to that coon. And then a, <laughs> wow. <laughs> a, a part of me was like, you know, well, sometimes people have to do stuff like that to get the platform. She don't need yeah, it. But, but that's why I was like, but you know. It was her last hit. She needed that. No, no, she, she don't. don't. That's greed. You're really actually successfully, um, unless you spend over your means at a certain point, and you have to be like, all right, I'm feeding my family. Like, right. that's the whole point. I get to work two hours a day every now and then in front of a camera. Like, God is good. Like, yeah. I'm just going to chill. Right. Yeah, you don't but need to be mainstream to be popping. You don't have to have to- a, a golden toilet. And that's that's the thing. People that get shit's like. still funny to me. You know how many names they had to go down to get the Chrisette Michelle? And she, I couldn't believe that she, who does like Neo Soul, like very, was the, the epitome, one. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, so now you're singing the national anthem coming up, right? Soon, right? Yeah, at the Yard Goats game. Yeah, the mm-hmm. Yard Goats. Now, mm-hmm. now, how'd that opportunity come about? Um, so my manager talked to them, and they had set it up actually last year. And then I don't know, you guys, nobody here is from Hartford. Ebony, are you from no, Hartford? No. no, where are you from, Ebony? Meriden. Are you from Meriden? Where are you from? Bridge, well, Stanford Bridgeport. Stanford. Whack ass Stanford. And you're from Bridgeport, Bridgeport right? Bridgeport, yeah, goddammit. Right. Okay, well, Hartford, Hartford <laughs> is in the building, so, um. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, shout out to Hartford. Basically, what, what happened was we, I mean, I'm sure it was all on the news, but we, like, the funding for the stadium, it was, like, up, and then it was, like, fake, and then it was, like, no, yeah. we, we don't have the funding, so but it was like in the middle of downtown Hartford forever so everyone was getting excited and then I guess you know people was jobs was getting laid off in order to fund for the stadium then we didn't actually get to have the stadium people was mad that you know teachers were laid off and city you know workers were laid off the stadium never was built so after a year that they actually reached back out to us and was like all right this year we have our funding it's actually going to be up do you still want to do it so that's how that happened and I was kind of torn because there was so many people from Hartford who were kind of like no we're not supporting the Yargos. They took money out of our communities and our jobs. And I almost was on. I almost was gonna tell my mom like, "Oh, mom, honestly, being born and raised in Hartford, and you know, kind of seeing what we need in our community, and seeing a stadium built instead of like our schools and you know mm. stuff like that." But then I was like, "Wait, if there's gonna be someone who's gonna sing for the Yargos, who might in ten years be a, a Hartford thing, it's gonna be someone born and raised from Hartford, because exactly. they're gonna hire a million people with opera backgrounds and you know all these people. There, there's not gonna be a whole bunch of." You know, Hartford residents who are going to be on there. So I was like, you know, I want to be the one who's going to be, you know, at the Hartford Yard Goats baseball stadium. So that's kind of how I took it. But um, yeah, so that that's kind of how that worked. All right. Now you being from Harvard, now do you receive the support that you think you should get in Harvard or just in the A6O period? Um, I think it's changing for the better. I was on an uh, on an interview um, before, and I was talking about that. 
However, that was like a year ago, and that was when I first moved back from New York to Connecticut. Mm. So maybe I was getting that welcome home love, because mm. then it swiftly went to the left. Mm. <laughs> like, like, like <laughs> it's, it's not gone, yeah. but I just think that we should be doing way more. Like, and even coming from New York, where like people were be in the crowd and they're like, "Yo, I'm from Brooklyn. Who else from Brooklyn?" That's it. Like, you won the crowd. You're from Brooklyn. He's from Brooklyn. It's good. Like right. me, it's like I'm from Hartford. Well, I'm from Bridgeport. I'm from New Haven, and I'm from. And it's like, yo, but Connecticut is this small. Like, we're all from. So I definitely think we, uh, you know, there's more unity. And then even if I just say Hartford, we still there's so much unity. But I mean, um, I think the biggest thing I think that the the guy. In, in the Hartford music scene are kind of like you know getting together and doing a lot of big moves there's a lot of more like um, collectives and just mm -hmm. movements right. but I don't see it as much with the females there's a lot of you know like a lot, models. Of, women, a lot of women hate women they do <laughs> so, I mean, they do true. and it's like it's, it's draining and it, it makes it hard you already come from a small town you already come from a place where there's not that many people coming all the time Right. and then on top you're a woman and women always got beef with another woman on the scene exactly. and and, you know, so it could get a little crazy, but um, I think we should we could do a better job. How is the R and B scene out there? Is it just like because I don't really hear a lot of about I don't really hear about a lot of singers. I get, just in Connecticut, period. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that um, we we need more. Mm -hmm. I think Ebony, would you agree? We need more singers. No, honestly, I didn't even know. We had singers singing. <laughs> see, it's no, crazy. We until I started performing, because you don't you don't see people none. Like, and people don't push. But then again, it also has to do with, like, what's your goal? Are you trying to be Beyonce famous or are you just doing it because you like it? Yeah. So then that kind of puts a, a um, what am I trying to say? Like, a gap in between yeah. the people because it's like, okay, you're not on my level. Yep. I'm trying to be this superstar and you trying to just sing in the corner somewhere. Mm. And it's that puts a gap in it. Too. Yep, that is true. And, and and also it's like sometimes it's harder to work with singers. If I see right now on the scene, like in Hartford, it's a lot of like pop up shops and like different things where they, they get music, fashion, poetry, like they want, you know, music. Everything. But mm. the thing is they get like there's like four rappers, right? And there's two singers, but the microphone is not for singers. Oh, mm. so that you get is on the, the microphone. Worst. It's oh not, my it's not God. for singers. So right. I feel like sometimes people, if they're event planning and you're trying to get the most out of your buck, you might have to just say, I'm sorry to the singers and get a couple more poets yeah. because right. it's easier and you don't have to worry about the sound guy. You don't need a sound yep. guy. And then if you have a type of singer like me, I'm like, Can I bring my band? And they're like, um, We don't have the budget not, for that. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> we don't have the setup. So little by little, when you're from a place like CT, when I was in New York, it was so easy to gig because every even the hole in the wall gigs mm. had plug ups for instruments because wow. that's just how New York that's City normal. is. So um, that kind of cuts away from opportunities for our singers. So I mean, shout out to all everybody in Hartford and CT who are you know singers. I'm sure there's a, a lot of us, but you know it's it's just very hard. Come on way. out the closet. Word. Yeah, it's okay. We're gonna we, embrace we gotta link you. up because if I'm thinking correctly, the CT Music Awards, well the Fashion Awards. I'm sorry. They had a male, a best male R&B category, who? no female category. So you're like, what is that? Mm. How who is who won that the best even? male? I think it was Jay Delise. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. I gotta, I gotta look Because, like, that. the people that I know, I could really count. Like, I, exactly. I don't, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Jay Delise? The, the only, like... Matt, he from Stanford. Yeah, uh, the only real... Uh, no, dud. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's a dub nigga. Sorry. But shout out, you know, shout out to him. Word. Definitely. Now, Britney Crush. Where'd the crush come from? Mm, 
Well, I remember somewhere in high school um, when I was like kind of brain dibbling, dabbling on if this was something I wanted to do. Um, somehow or another, a group of my friends, we came up. It has something to do with me playing basketball. Mm. And um, mm. one of my guy friends who came to my basketball games a lot was like, yo, crush it. Come on, yo, crush crush her. Like, because, you know, it was I was always in the paint. Right. So you, you're Expose not. Expose him. Yeah. <laughs> so so something like that happened when I had gotten this nickname where him and, like, two other friends, they would call me Crush. Right. So they're like, hey, what's up, Crush? What else, what's up, Crush? And it was kind of like an insider that we had. It wasn't like everyone in school only knew me as Crush. Mm. It's like an insider, but I kind of liked it. Right. But then I was like, when I closed my eyes, I was so cheap. When I close my eyes, I don't want to. I, I want to hear the name yeah, Britney. No. I don't want to let that go. So, right, right. so in my head, I was like, I, you know, I always had this Britney. So I was like, you know, I'll just put the two together. Right. So that's how that happened. So some people say like B crush, or some people just say crush. Right. I think because it stands a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's how it, that's how it happened. Word. So what you got coming up next? What's going on with you in the, like the next few months or so? What's like any projects, any new songs, anything you're working on, features? Yeah, um, so Pick Them is out on iTunes. The video's out for that. We're working Shout on... Shout out to Jordan Rio, too. Yeah, he's he's yeah, grinding. He that shit was dope. And he's very humble, and uh, he's just been working with everybody. He's a good dude right yeah, there. Yeah, very good dude. Um... And uh, it's actually funny because his like good good friends and I all went to middle school together. So when we actually linked mm-hmm. up, we were like, "Wait, were you the kid? Like, were you the girl whose hair never was combed?" Now we on the scene together, yo! Like, so um, that that was cool. But um, so we have a, another video that we're working on, which will probably be the second single off of you know the project that is anticipated to come. I haven't put a date on it because I'm trying to. Um, not give myself boundaries and, you know, do it when it feels right. Of course, you know, if I see a couple gray hairs coming, I'm like, okay, it's time mm. to put it out. But <laughs> but my, my whole goal is to just kind of, like, wait till it's ready and it feels right. So we have a, another video coming, and then I have a single coming, like, really soon. Really soon, a new single. <laughs> So that'll be that'll be coming soon. So I'm excited. So at the mixtape album's coming out this year though, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, okay. definitely this year. Um yeah, definitely this year. Don't be having us way into like top of twenty eighteen. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still know. working. I'm trying to pronounce that Yeah, no. Now. Yeah, no, it would definitely be out. I'm hoping by the end of the summer. Um so yeah, we'll, we we have some things going on and some uh some some opportunities and some partnerships. So I'm hoping that things will get uh, released. Hopefully the whole project will be done. I don't know. End of summer, fall. Word. We'll figure it out when when it's done. But yeah. Word. Appreciate you for coming. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate yes, you for yes. making that ride. Got me sweating with this. Uh, um, yeah, shout out to yeah, that, Cups that ceiling fan Paradise shit. Cup Cracker. Oh, you had one? At Gmail. No, I don't. But oh. I had I had <laughs> this I had this pink bottle oh, and I thought yeah. about it, but I was like, I'm already sweating. <laughs> I've been following your music for a little while, and I'm glad I finally got to meet you. Like, yeah, I heard about Britney like a while ago. Like, how the fuck did I hear? About yeah, you? tell me, cause I want to know how people hear about me. I want to get the oh. inside scoop. <laughs> now, I was on Instagram one day, and you had like mad on my picture, so I was like, "Oh, oh. she wants the D's coming." <laughs> Just so y'all Yo, know, I was like, trying like to get my Instagram followers my up, <laughs> and that's why I'm at 11k <laughs> right now Yo, for my like, hustle. Just oh. so y'all. Yeah. God. I was like, who the fuck it's is for this? The like, yeah, she's kind of oh, cute, yeah. It's for the culture. But, no, but no DM came after that. I was like, oh, right. okay, whatever. Who's DM? Get follower. Nah, because she had like man in my pictures. But I was females like, oh, DM was, you after they like all your pictures? I, yeah, I barely get likes. Don't I would like, never. Don't like me. 
<laughs> this is what this is what the method is, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you guys because I, I feel I feel laughing, the yo. need to defend myself. So for all you guys trying to um grow your social media platform, this is what you Word. do. You like a bunch of um dudes who you think would probably want to think like him, but you never follow. Then they follow you back, and before you know it, in a week you did, damn. I, did I follow you back? Yes, you probably did. did. I know I you probably did. did. I know you did. You got the DM ready. He ain't even did. send it yet. Oh shit! Just, no, but just mad eggplant. <laughs> that's man. um, damn, that does happen though. People start commenting underneath, like "Hello, sweetheart." I'm like, ah, oh, man. Do you get the good beautiful morning, beautiful? Yeah, beautiful. Oh, good morning, beautiful. <laughs> Don't be sad. Smile. Oh my god. I hate them. Yo, like underneath the picture. Underneath yeah, like stop. every pretty girl, like Nikki, fucking uh. Like just whoever, anybody pretty, and they get them wild old mm-hmm. man stalking niggas that just be like, "Hello, beautiful," or "Thanks for the follow." Or you or post something that's ad. mad, like, "I had Cheerios for breakfast." They be like, "I will feed you too, honey." Yeah. Like, <laughs> shut up! You no need one some asked sugar. for it. I got some sugar for you. Yeah, baby. that's mm-mm. Mm-mm. But again, shout out to you. Thank you for coming. Thank you Ooh. guys for having uh, me. Ebony, anything you want to shout out? What's up with these egg rolls? How can niggas get these egg rolls? Man? How can um, they get the egg rolls? Not, not, not the book, but these the, the actual edible ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, the book is um, edible. I'm kidding. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let me tell. <laughs> now, um, you can just like my like page on Facebook. It's um, facebook.com egg rolls and more. A N D more. Um, mm. I will have be having a sale coming up soon. You can also just purchase them whenever you want to. Work. I forgot, Brittany. What's your social media? Everything is um, at Brittany Crush, B-R-I-T-T-N-E-Y-C-R-U-S-H. Make sh- yeah, and make sure you actually follow people. Like, just right now, I'm actually looking up egg rolls and more. Like, show, show love. This is mad Next. way to spell Brittany. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, shout true. out to you. Shout out to Ebony. Uh, X, what you got going on? Anything you want to promote? Cameraman. Uh. This nigga shooting porn on the group. Uh, <laughs> um, Casting couches is over. You see, yo, this nigga can get the wide angle. He need he got he got yo, the close up shot. Word. So you ground, got three cameras and not gonna though. utilize none of them. <laughs> Look at all this Why fucking technology in here. Just Nasty. not for porn, unless somebody wants to shoot a porn. Nasty. You know. And just but, so you guys know, um, everybody check out. Uh, oh, oh my god. Yikes, the, yeah. my microphone actually yeah. cut off yeah, during right. that time. Yeah, I said hello. www.britneycrush.com, y'all. Check it out. Like, love, do all that good stuff. Britneycrush.com. Word. Uh, X, what's your social media? What you want to promote? The Real King X1. Follow me on there. Uh, you're going to see these little videos and these pictures and memes and stupid shit. You know, whatever. <laughs> um, You can find me in your girl DMs. Um. You can find me, uh, you can find us at blackplanet.com slash Domino Effect Podcast. Wow. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and go shit. subscribe to the YouTube channel, too, man. I, what the I fuck is the, do the link to it? What I'm saying is we need <laughs> I, I, I hate I, to do I, this on the mic. No, no. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it after. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so one thing's for certain. We too much for these niggas and three much for these hoes. I go by the name of Domino. That's X1. Yeah, yeah. Nikki Nicole, bring your ass back. Come back, Nikki. And we out of here. Peace. <laughs> Domino, motherfucker, what's happening? Uh. C'est tout.